Thank you for listening to the program. I was reading Psalms 12 and looking at actually verse 6. The verse says, The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. There are two kinds of being purified that in English is used both ways, but there's two meanings to to it. It, it is taking something that is uh, mixed of one thing and another and purifying that by getting rid of what is not right or taking something that has nothing wrong with it and so then you would call it pure, but it's not pure in the fact that it had something wrong that was removed. I, that's a long way of saying what the two meanings are. But the words of the Lord are pure words. And he said, come unto me by gold tried in the fire. You know, the verse says we have this treasure in earthen vessels so that it can be shown that the power to have the Spirit uh, be in fellowship is of God. It's not done by man, even a believer, the old man of a believer, the old nature. We don't have that strength. Uh, they kind of teach people that, that it's up to you, but that simply can be shown not to be true. And the words of the Lord, it says, are pure. They have never been compromised and can't be. Even when he was made sin, there's still a something there that is so profound about the spirit of... The, he said, I was dead. Now, you can... What does that mean to you? The Lord said, I was dead, but I am alive forevermore. Well, and so the word, the words of the Lord... And this, the Lord is Elohim, the the, the Lord God, too. Uh, you know that begins in Genesis. Let us make man in our image. He wasn't talking about angels. They had nothing to do with that. It was the Father and Son is all it could be. And that's what the Lord said. No one knows the Father but Son. Nobody knows Son but the Father. And nobody knows either one of us unless we reveal ourselves to them. And that's what he was telling Peter. Uh, instead of being proud of that you think you know me, you you should realize, Peter, that you wouldn't know who I am if it wasn't revealed to you. And so what we think, or if we establish that as the premise, then it may or probably not going to be right. So it's the words of the Lord. And so I was looking at that, and, and you, he's the word of God, the Lord himself, Christ is the word. So words, like Moses said, a prophet like unto me, I tell you what God has told me, but he will speak the words of God because the Spirit of God will be in him. He was Messiah. Like Isaiah said, the, you call him everlasting father. He is God, period. No compromise. So the word of the Lord is pure. That's, that's him. And there's verses that are in, I think, Timothy, or, well, let's see, I, 
I should sometimes I think, well, I should write all this down, but if I do, I get lost in my notes and I can't deal with what I'm trying to say is that he's pure and we're not. There was a book I titled, I saw, interviewed the guy one time. He's God and you're not, period. <laughs> and that's so true. He lives in us, but that doesn't make him compromised or make us not. A, see, it's still that division. And I believe that he teaches without doubt to go through the fire. All that will come through that judgment that he is, actually the fire, the judgment, is himself. And that's in us as us a seed that gives us that opportunity to be like he said i'm my person but the father and i have zero conflict because we have the same spirit and it's hard it's a mystery now but still the fact it doesn't change that someday we will be our person but we will say the same thing that he said we're one with him because i have the same spirit he does no conflict Yet two persons, three, four. Tri See, that's what he paid the price, of, or price. I don't even like that word. But he became sin for us, and he was the only one that could withstand that. Even though it did kill him, <laughs> you can't do that. And well, and so I don't know. There was a moment there that I don't know that anyone understands except him. But he says the word of the God is what it shows. So the words, the word, that's him. The word word means logos, means a thought or, or a concept put into words. Words are very limiting and very, uh, I don't know, uh, they're, they're, they're necessary. But when you have the concept, then you can or you should move on to that rather than always put it in words. But he is the word, so he is God, the Son of God. And he's pure and he lives in us. So then we are refined in the other way of meaning in that we have pureness, righteousness, the Spirit of God in us, the new creature, and we have the old creature that cannot be purified because there's nothing left. Like it says in Psalm 14, and these are put together. Uh, and he was talking about the very thing we struggle with. Like Hebrews said, before they received the promise of the Spirit, they still fought a good struggle, and it was given to them credit based on that the Spirit would come. And so this is always true in Psalm 14. The Lord looked down from heaven on children of men to see if anybody understood and sought after him. And he says, God said, no, they are all gone aside. They have become altogether sinful. There are none that do any good, not even one. And see, that's how we are. People wouldn't maybe. And when you're saved, he doesn't change that I know that conflicts a lot of what people preachers say, but it's what he puts in you that is pure. You can't refine and make wood gold. I mean, there's nothing left. And the creature, the little God, you judge, there's nothing left. And for the believers, they are given a new spirit 
and that spirit is pure. And we can be confused and are, and I was completely deceived in that, well, I cannot be that pure love that he says forgiveness for everyone and not even one person. I just not able to do that. And the truth was I didn't want to. And that's what he showed me uh, some time back was that, yes, it's just simply because you don't choose that. And that's what James said very clearly is that if you believe and have faith, well, of course you can because he lives in you. But if you insist on being yourself at all, at all, and not be complete in him and trust in him, well, he might not make me who I want. No, he will. He does. And does he not know? Well, that's what Jonah said. See, well, yeah, I know. I'm afraid he's going to forgive those Ninevites and save them. And that's exactly and what he didn't want that. So, see, you know, do we not want people to be? Well, yeah. Well, do we not want to forgive? See, I had to say, well, I can't. And that's like James said, you're simply calling him a liar because the Lord said, if you want that with all your heart and don't doubt, you'll have it. And that very thing, he he referred to that. So here, back in the Old Testament, back before he ever came to them, they, how did they do what they did? Hebrews said, by the faith of the, the by the Spirit of God. The, the, there is only one Spirit of God. And they did what they did by the power of that Spirit. And the Lord said, that Spirit has been with you, inside of you uh, how far is spiritually apart you know what i mean and and so he's been with you but he will be in you but that doesn't change the power that came from the spirit is the power that comes from the spirit whether it's in you or around you that's what i'm trying to say that's why they it wasn't just on credit as it were they actually did those things by the very same thing and and power of the spirit we do but you you look at it and you say, well, he lives in us and he made his temple, his abode in our hearts. So I don't like the word easy, but <laughs> it should be a shorter path to, you know, as it were. That's what Hebrews is pointing out. Look what they and and you don't think you can see that was me. And I'm not saying that's you or anybody else, but it tends to be, I think, sometimes. Uh, those that that we we choose our own way because his way is just impossible you know and but why would he give a great commandment one thing i want you to do it's something impossible you can't do it but no he's not that way it can be done but it has to be done his way his way his words he is pure and if he was pure and he was before he came, that's why I believe he wasn't half God pure and half man unpure, because that would mean he had to purify the unpure. And you study that. It, it's not true. It cannot work. We have this treasure in earthen vessels, not so we can purify the earthen vessel, but it shows us that it can't be done. And the only way it can be done is by the power of the Spirit of God that that's all it can be and that's why John says one verse he said 
um, if you have this hope. He said, when he appears, we'll be like him because we'll see him as he is. That means all that we are, him in us will be what we are. And every man that has this hope now in this life purifies himself by not the one way of purifying. It's getting rid of the darkness, not and being who you are in him, even as he is pure. Everybody, every man that believes in him and has this hope will purify himself die to himself you don't make the old man new you you die to it crucified there's no doubt about that and he is pure even as he is i believe he was and is and when he was here was still like john said the commandment is old but it's new in the way that it's in him and it's true in him and in you because he he lives in us so when it says the lord is true is what that really you you get that down to the simplest god is pure and true and he lives in you that that is a true fact and he is not compromised and we can and have the opportunity to become his handiwork in the way of his love joy and peace what else is there to an individual you take away their love joy he said i give that to you i give you myself i will live in you and then i still made excuses but i'll tell you for the record there are none and the grace of god is something that if it doesn't humble you then I guess the person doesn't understand it. And he humbled me one day. He really did. It's like James, and except I could read James or not. And that day, it was a conviction of the Spirit. I had no choice. I had to hear it, and I did hear it. And I thank him every day, as it were, that he did that to me and showed me the way to be purified is to have what's pure put in you. Not try to get rid and make yourself pure because you're like that title of that book. He's God and you're not. But if God lives in you, you're still not God. He is in you as you. This me, but it's not being. Paul even said it's a mystery. I know. But mysteries can be understood because he said in Corinthians, even if you did understand all mysteries, that in and of itself won't do it. Any words in and of themselves, our spirit, our thinking, our thoughts, our, in and of ourselves, we're hopeless, helpless. He is the only one that's pure and right and good and righteous. And he is salvation. And to think in our hearts that we can add anything to that is simply not true. And King David here, he goes on to say, he is the salvation of his people. And he is. He is our salvation. And we can't purify ourselves. It just cannot be done. And the way to do it is die to yourself. And then guess what? He's there as you. It's me, but it's not me. And you don't. I didn't miss nothing. In fact, I gained everything when I said yes to him in that conviction that day. You feel like you're going to lose. No, you don't lose. What you, you, it's a complete delusion. It's a complete 
lie. And guess where that lie comes from? Thank you for listening to the program.